Chapter Twenty Three of the Little Minister. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Sylvia M. B. in Washington State. The Little Minister by J. M. Barry. Chapter Twenty Three contains a berth which is sufficient for one chapter the kirk bell will soon be ringing nanny said on the following morning as she placed herself carefully on a stool one hand holding her bible and the other wandering complacently over her aged merino gown ay lassie though you're only an egyptian i would i time you with me to hear mr duthie but it's spearin' o'er muckle o' a woman to expect her to gang to the kirk in her ilka day class. The babby of yesterday would have laughed at this. The new babby sighed. I wonder you don't go to Mr. Dishart's church now, Nanny, she said gently. I am sure you prefer him. Babby, babby, exclaimed Nanny with spirit. May I never be so far left to myself as to change my kirk, just because I like another minister better. It's easy seen, lassie, that you can little the religious questions very little babby admitted sadly but dinna be so waeful about it the old woman continued kindly for that's no nine like you ay and if you see muckle mara mr dishart he'll soon cure your ignorance i shall not see much more of him babby answered with averted head the like o' you couldna expect it nanny said simply whereupon babby went to the window i had better be steppin nanny said rising for i am aye late unless i'm on the hill by the time the bell begins ay babby i'm doubtin my merinos no sar in the fashion she looked down at her dress half despondently and yet with some pride it was four pence the yard and no less she went on fondling the worn merino when we bocked it at samilcar's ay but it's been turned six times since syne she sighed and babby came to her and put her arms round her saying nanny you are a dear i'm a gay old farrant-looking dear i doubt said nanny ruefully now nanny rejoined babby you are just wanting me to flatter you you know the merino looks very nice it's a good merino yet admitted the old woman but oh babby what does the material matter if the coat is na fashionable it's fine isn't it to be in the fashion she spoke so wistfully that instead of smiling babby kissed her i'm afraid to lay hand on the merino nanny but give me off your bonnet and i'll make it ten years younger in as many minutes could you asked nanny eagerly unloosening her bonnet strings mercy on me she had to add to think about altering bonnets on the sabbath day lassie how could you propose such a thing forgive me nanny babby replied so meekly that the old woman looked at her curiously i dinna understand what come o'er you she said there's an unca difference in you since last nicht i used to think you were mair like a bird than a lassie but you've lost your daft capers o singing and lockin and i take it ill wit twar three times i've catched you greetin babby what has come o'er you nothing nanny i think i hear the bell down in thrums two kirk officers had let their bells loose waking echoes in windy ghoul as one dog in country parts sets all the others barking but nanny did not hurry off to church such a surprising notion had filled her head suddenly that she even forgot to hold her dress off the floor babby she cried in consternation dinna tell me you've got no fond to mr tishart the like of me nanny the gypsy answered with affected raillery but there was a tear in her eye 
it would be a wild presumptuous thing nanny said and him a grand minister but babby tried to look her in the face but failed and then all at once there came back to nanny the days when she and her lover wandered the hill together oh my dotty she cried so tenderly what does it matter what he is when you cannot help it two frail arms went round the egyptian and babby rested her head on the old woman's breast but do you think it could have happened had not nanny loved a weaver two score years before and now nanny has set off for church and babby is alone in the mud-house some will pity her not at all this girl was a dozen women in the hour and all made of impulses that would scarce stand still to be photographed to attempt to picture her at any time until now would have been like chasing a spirit that changes to something else as your arms clasp it yet she has always seemed a pathetic little figure to me if i understand babby at all it is i think because i loved margaret the only woman i have ever known well and one whose nature was not like the egyptians complex but most simple as if god had told her only to be good throughout my life since she came into it she has been to me a glass in which many things are revealed that i could not have learned save through her and something of all womankind even of bewildering babby i seem to know because i knew margaret no woman is so bad but we may rejoice when her heart thrills to love for then god has her by the hand there is no love but this she may dream of what love is but it is only of a sudden that she knows babby who was without a guide from her baby days had dreamed but little of it hearing its name given to another thing she had been born wild and known no home no one had touched her heart except to strike it she had been educated but never tamed her life had been thrown strangely among those who were great in the world's possessions but she was not one of them her soul was in such darkness that she had never seen it she would have danced away cynically from the belief that there is such a thing and now all at once she had passed from disbelief to knowledge is not love god's doing to gavin he had given something of himself and the moment she saw it the flesh lit her own soul it was but little of his master that was in gavin but far smaller things have changed the current of human lives the spider's thread that strikes your brow on a country road may do that yet this i will say though i have no wish to cast the little minister on my pages larger than he was that he had some heroic hours and thrums of which one was when babby learned to love him until the moment when he kissed her she had only conceived him a quaint fellow whose life was a string of sundays but behold what she saw in him now evidently to his noble mind her mystery was only some misfortune not of her making and his was to be part of the leading her away from it into the happiness of the open life he did not doubt her for he loved and to doubt is to dip love in the mire she had been given to him by god and he was so rich in her possession that the responsibility attached to the gift was not grievous she was his and no mortal man could part them those who looked askance at her were looking askance at him in so far as she was wayward and wild he was those things so long as she remained strange to religion the blame lay on him all this babby read in the gavin of the past night and to her it was the book of love what things she had known said and done in that holy name how shamefully have we all besmirched it she had only known it as the most selfish of the passions a brittle image that men consulted because it could only answer in the words they gave it to say 
but here was a man to whom love was something better than his own desires leering on a pedestal such love as babbie had seen hitherto made strong men weak but this was a love that made a weak man strong all her life strength had been her idol and the weakness that bent to her cajolery her scorn but only now was it revealed to her that strength instead of being the lusty child of passions grows by grappling with and throwing them so babbie loved the little minister for the best that she had ever seen in man i shall be told that she thought far more of him than he deserved forgetting the mean and the worthy but who that has had a glimpse of heaven will care to let his mind dwell henceforth on earth love it is said is blind but love is not blind it is an extra eye which shows us what is most worthy of regard to see the best is to see most clearly and it is the lover's privilege down in the oddly kirk that forenoon gavin preached a sermon in praise of women and up in the mud-house in windy ghoul babbie sat alone but it was the sabbath day to her the first sabbath in her life her discovery had frozen her mind for a time so that she could only stare at it with eyes that would not shut but that had been in the night already her love seemed a thing of years for it was as old as herself as old as the new babby it was such a clear delight that she clasped it to her and exulted over it because it was hers and then she cried over it because she must give it up for babby must only look at this love and then turn from it my heart aches for the little egyptian but the promised land would have remained invisible to her had she not realized that it was only for others that was the condition of her scene. End of chapter 23